0: You're now listening to The Sound of Sanity. The sound will continue for the duration of the program, and we now take you to Rothgar's Hall, where performance is about to begin. Thank you, thank you. As I've wandered the streets of Sanityville, I have noticed a problem. And this song offers the solution to the problem. I dedicate it to my dearest friend, Bradley.
1: Are you feeling down and down? Are you feeling kind of frail? Is your battle with sin full of every kind of fail? Are you feeling like this world has grabbed you by the tail? Then turn it all round with some kefir and kale. Kefir and kale, kefir and kale. You can be as privileged as a young white male. So pull up a chair and listen to my tale of kefir and Kale. Are you feeling really dumb? Is your breath kind of stale? Are you feeling kind of fat like a big beluga whale? Are your eyes going bad? Do you need to learn some Braille? Then turn it all around with some kefir and Kale. Kiefer and Kale, Kiefer and Kale, turn over a new leaf, get your life back on the rail. Then open up your eyes, take off your sinful veil. It's on Kiefer and Kale. Are you feeling kinda sluggish? Are you moving like a snail? Are you kinda sort of ugly? Are you turning kinda pale? Are you always feeling weak when you go to get the mail? Then turn it all around with some kefir and kale. Kiefer and kale, kefir and kale, if you're really smart you'll buy it all on sale so fill up your pantry and cure your every
2: air
1: with kefir and care
0: To the sound of sanity. This is Nathan Opperson, your humble and obedient host, Agent Provocateur, joining you yet again for another exciting week of sanity. We've got Pastor
2: Jacob Menzel over there. He's got the Superman cup full of LaCroix, it's a Superman mug. That's empty, but was full of coffee. Oh, actually. okay.
0: And you've got a bottle of Lacroix
2: next yeah, to your I do. Superman. Yeah, I do also have that. Yeah,
0: hitting <laughs> the bottle again. <laughs> <laughs> One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey and beer, Benjamin Sulzer, our <laughs> beloved engineer. Did not mean to rhyme that. Regret that it did.
3: <laughs> I don't regret it at all.
0: <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about what the hell. Whoa, easy there. (laughs) Sorry about the minced oath, fellas. That is actually the name of a documentary on our good friend the Netflix, everyone's favorite streaming service. The diabetes,
3: the arthritis, the heart disease, the dementia, the obesity, the cancers are
2: affecting about 70% of deaths. Any little thing that comes up, man, they beat it to death.
3: They're trying to silence people into not speaking out and not showing the truth.
0: Benjamin, tell us what the heck What the Health is. Oh,
3: I see what you did there. Uh, What the Health is, according to Vox.com, a sensational documentary out on Netflix that seems to have a lot of people talking about going vegan.
0: All right. So did you gentlemen get a chance to watch What the
2: Health? Um, I saw that it's a thing that exists. Uh
3: my dad really recommended it to me a while ago, but no, I read a couple articles about it. I
0: also did not watch the documentary, What the Health? But that never stopped us before. It didn't stop us from talking about the what's the thing with the Lemurs? The uh Planet
2: Earth, too. Planet Planet Earth Two. Earth I two. watched <laughs> all of Planet yeah. Earth Two. <laughs> I started it. I yeah. mean, yes,
0: we all watched Planet Earth Two all the uh. way through. Again, did not intend for that to rhyme. Well we did that we it did, did watch the other thing. Yes, we did. We did watch the other thing.
2: Crap. It, the right and the dance. The right
0: and the dance. We did. Okay, well, in any case, guys, let's forge on because I think we can actually talk about this thing.
2: Yeah, so What the Health is directed by uh, two guys, uh, one named Kip Anderson and another named Kenan Kuhn, and their whole shtick, their claim is that animal products are the modern equivalent of smoking cigarettes. Is there anything grosser than smoking
0: cigarettes? Disclaimer, I smoked cigarettes for many years.
2: So apparently, according to these guys, there's this massive cover up, just like what Big Tobacco does or was doing in the 60s and 70s or whatever, about the facts of everything from eggs to cheeseburgers to milk. And so in the documentary, they literally say things like, and these are direct quotes, drinking milk causes cancer. Eating eggs is as bad as smoking cigarettes.
3: Uh, I, I thought I was better than all those people that smoked, but I <laughs> eat eggs, so do you do, do I'm you not.
2: Eggs? Oh, man. <laughs> and Ben. How, how can we self-righteously look down on on smokers <laughs> I, I can't when we I eat guess. eggs? <laughs> Serves you guys right. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so yeah. if these guys are to be believed, animal products of all sorts are making us fat, they're giving us type 2 diabetes and cancer, and they're just like, poisoning us every day we consume them.
0: Here's my big question based on that. Is this documentary credible? Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, that brings us to our new segment, What? That's not right. In What? That's not right. We see something and we're like,
2: What? That's not right. <laughs> Only in this case, Vox.com did our work for us. What they did was they documented in detail how this thing is full of junk science and cherry-pick quotes and gotcha moments that feel like hardcore journalism. So they did a good job summing up the claims of the film. So those claims
3: are, number one, eating processed meats equals just as bad as smoking. Two, an egg a day equals five cigarettes. Three, milk causes cancer. Four, a serving of processed meat raises the risk of diabetes by 51%. Five, fish are toxic. And six, 90 to 95% of cancer, like all cancer, is caused by (laughs) what food you eat.
0: I like fish are (laughs) toxic. These are all claims that Box actually does a really great job of debunking. So we'll we'll link to the article in in the show notes and you can read it in more detail. We won't spend a lot of time on that today.
3: Uh, I read another article by a vegan dietitian named Virginia Messina, and you might think that she would be all about this movie, but actually she's just as negative on it as the Vox article. So she says, quote, repeated blunders and bad science make what the health impossible to recommend. The major, maybe, pull quote is, uh, as a vegan health professional, I am sometimes mortified to be associated with the junk science that permeates our community. Unquote, meaning this is junk.
0: So just to be very clear, this is a vegan dietitian this is a woman that that, that that you know her she thinks fish are toxic she probably
2: doesn't like any of the eggs and it, she and she doesn't want to have anything to do with this. No, she th- does th- this
3: is total garbage. So here's another quote from her. What the health quote Cherry picked the research, misinterpreted and overstated the data highlighted dubious stories of miraculous healing and focused on faulty observations about nutrition science.
0: She says the filmmakers just basically didn't understand the research they're dealing with, like at all. And she actually says that a lot of what they do is just straight up overtly, as she says, dishonest.
2: Yeah, it's really dumb. For instance, they treat the unwillingness of organizations like the American Cancer Society to talk with them as evidence of some kind of big conspiracy. A conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. But so <laughs> as this, this dietitian points out, the American Cancer Society has good reason to avoid talking <laughs> to people <laughs> like, like these filmmakers. Here's another quote from her article. Quote, these busy professionals don't have the time or patience to engage in a debate about nutrition with someone who doesn't understand how extensive, complex, conflicting, and confusing the Yeah, yeah,
3: to give give another example, the movie claims that the World Health Organization's meta-analysis of the link between processed meat and cancer was based on 800 studies. But actually, the analysis was based on seven studies. There were 800 studies that were found to be potentially relevant, and they selected seven.
2: And that is what you call bad journalism. That is what I call horrible journalism.
3: Yeah, they also their claim that eating hot dogs is just like smoking uh, because both of them have type 1 carcinogens is false. Like it's, it's just...
0: That's just not true.
3: Well, yeah, because because having the same kind of carcinogens doesn't mean that you have the same amount of them. It. it doesn't. That's just not how the those kinds of things work. It's a lot work.
0: more complicated, and yeah. yeah,
2: right. And they make use of these celebrity vegan doctors to substantiate their false claims. And so this dietitian points out that they make two. Basic claims: The first claim is that carbohydrates can't be turned into fat, which is not true. And the second claim is that only plants can make protein, which is sort of half true because uh, some of the raw materials for protein originate in plants, but the human body makes proteins on its own.
3: Yeah, another. They also say, uh, I mean, these vegan doctors that the film uses, they they say, oh, you can get all the proteins you need by eating enough rice. But Messina, the vegan nutritionist, points out that you can't get the amino acid lysine, or not enough of it, through eating, you know, 2,000 calories worth of rice. You just, you can't. And so, nutrition is more complex than the filmmakers want to allow it to be.
0: The, the movie actually shows us miraculous healings that supposedly come from a vegan diet. There's these amazing turnarounds from osteoarthritis, thyroid cancer, clinical depression. Uh, to quote the, art, the dietitian who did this article again, she says, quote, I'd love to see actual evidence for any of this, unquote
2: okay so one last quote here it is there is so much more to deplore about this film the fear mongering about gmos and about diet and autism the body shaming and of course the outdated by about 40 years insistence that dietary fat is bad
0: okay so this documentary pretty much sucks i guess we've we've proved that and that concludes what that's not right Okay, that was fun. Well, um, yeah, people shouldn't listen to bad Netflix documentaries, right, guys? Yeah, <laughs> no way. <laughs> that is the sound. If I don't know if the microphone's picking it up. That's the sound of me dusting my hands in triumph because I think we've conclusive. We've done some good work today, boys. I'm proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> we have
2: nothing more to say. Nothing more to say. Nope.
0: <sighs>
2: well, guys, how about we get, go get
3: some non-GMO tofu burritos? <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I almost thought...
0: There's something that usually... I, f- I feel like something should happen, but... Yeah, let's do it. Let's go get the burrito. Oh, no! <laughs> Devil's Advocacy Alarm. What do you know about that? Huh. Oh boy. Okay. Devil's advocacy. Of course, everyone's favorite part of the show, the part of the show where someone has to argue for the opposite position of what we've been arguing. And you know, I think I might like to take a crack at it. Would that be okay with you guys? (laughs) Sure. Go ahead. Sure. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to be the devil here. And the first thing I want to say is you guys picked a really difficult target for your Christian conservative podcast show dirty hippies ah <laughs> you took down those dirty hippies you proved that the the, the vegans are crazy that that progressive and, and liberal you argue that are crazy or
2: is that the thing that you're going to try to argue? No,
0: no. I mean, I okay. I, I accept that the documentary is dumb. It's I really think, dumb. Yeah, Vox, <laughs> Vox did a good job, um, and that that other article which uh, Mr. Solzer provided for us did a great job. Um, but 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 spending a bunch of time in sound of sanity proving that some fruity documentary on something that a lot of our listeners will already think is probably suspicious at best is in fact uh, not credible gets us where exactly? We've we've proved what today. So good job, guys. You, you you took down the liberal progressive machine. You took down big organic veganism or whatever you wanna call it. You you destroyed you you took that difficult target, you put so, so wait in the middle wait, 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 of wait, the Wait, bow That's enough. Sp-
2: <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you're saying we can't we can't take down liberal hippie idiots or neo Nazis? I'm asking or, what you've proved by doing it. Well, okay, so sure they're easy uh I mean, what's the point on a show like this of 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 just of picking oh, an easy target? P- right? Here's an easy target. Well, Boom. here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If we can't pick easy targets at su- at some points, then we can't ever call a spade a spade because most people already know that a spade's a spade and most people do
0: in fact already know that a spade is a spade and
2: we're just gonna validate them right well that's not actually true though because sometimes the whole world thinks a spade is a diamond and when the whole world thinks a spade is a diamond it's good to take a moment to just say you know what a spade is actually a spade it's kind of that's kind of the whole point of this show is we say obvious things all the time that are actually true it's about calling a spade a spade in such a way that people out there who know that a spade is a spade don't have to feel Crazy. Like, for instance, men are actually men and not women, and so they should actually act like men. There is us calling a spade a spade, for, it, for example, <laughs> while the whole world calls a spade a diamond.
0: Oh, ah, oh, knife to my heart. Oh, Jake, oh, you got me.
4: Oh, ah, oh, the oh, devil's been defeated. Oh, no.
0: I breathe my last fiery breath. Oh, you got me. Or did you? <laughs> Look, guys, I'm not saying it's wrong to, to to call a spade a spade, but to dust your hands in triumph after you've done that is not enough. I'd like um, to point out that you were the one dusting your hands. <laughs> yeah, that's right. A minute ago. <laughs> that was Nathan. Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to the devil. Or the devil's advocate, as I like to point out. Guys, it's not enough to just call a spade a spade. You have to. Yeah, okay. Men are... Men. Let's take that as an example. Men are men. Stating that men are men, yeah, okay, it's helpful, but then you have to do something with that. Okay, men are men. How shall we therefore then live? You know, that's the question that you have to answer and that's the question that cheap validating conservative podcasts don't actually bother. So, you state an obvious truism, like let's 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 think of an obvious truism. Ben has an oversized bobblehead. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you state an oversize uh, an obvious truism that everyone knows like that. Uh, you call a spade a spade. But then you have to make a positive assertion. You actually have to say something based on that fact. At least <laughs> Say, say, if, you say, if you want to be helpful to <laughs> I like, on the fact I would like
3: to make an assertion: yes, you sir? are a meanie. <laughs> I've
0: got two assertions for you: shut and up. <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: okay, 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 fine. But you have to give us some space to work here, right? First things first: these documentaries, in themselves, actually do oppress people. Maybe you're smart enough and cool enough, and you have enough faith to be above the fray. Maybe frame. I am actually but listen there's a reason vox calls it sensational maybe it says I, maybe that I could people are, are trying to become saying vegans. they're smart
0: enough they're cool enough they have enough faith you know maybe 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 cool smart people listen to this show
2: <laughs> okay but listen okay fine think about it this way even if uh, all the people listening to this show are only cool and smart people who are full of faith and are never oppressed by the world when it comes to food or documentaries think about this. There are lots of moms out there who are doing their best to feed and care for their families and they don't know the science and they don't have time to know the science. They're not professional dietitians. But to be a mom is to be a dietitian just like to be a mom is to be a nurse or an educator and a culinary artist and a thousand other things all at the same time. And they're trying to do their best. They're concerned for their children and it hurts them to have Netflix and the culture at large telling them they're not doing it right and playing on their fears. Especially when those. Uh, everything that's being said is just lies. Mm-hmm. It turns out there's a lot of money involved in defrauding people and playing on their fears. Proverbs kind of has a few things to say about things okay, like
0: that. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, fair. All right, great. You have you have saved all the moms out there from the big evil oppressor, Netflix. I'll 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 I'll, I'll contribute to the build a bronze statue of Jacob <laughs> Menzel fund. <laughs> okay? I'm more more than happy to do it. But now Mom is listening to this show, let's say, and she still has to go make her grocery list, man. She still has to decide what she's going to do. She still has to make hard decisions. And beating up on a cheap target, saying that someone who's obviously a dumb, evil, mean, lying oppressor is in fact those things, has not really act- maybe it made mom feel good maybe it made her feel a little validated maybe it made her feel a little less insane which I guess is what this show is supposed to do well, but didn't actually not... help her make her grocery list Okay, what help uh, have you actually what, what, what have you actually accomplished we, in this show
2: first of all those are good things to have done for her to make her feel just a little bit more liberated, and we've removed at least one obstacle out of the way f- of her making her grocery list. And
0: I, as I said, I'll contribute to the build of Jake uh, a, a statue of Jake <laughs>
2: fund. Okay, um- so listen, stop. Here's the thing. The goal... Our goal in bringing this documentary up was never actually to just remove this dumb documentary from the table, okay? The actual goal is to take this dumb documentary and use it as a tool to help people live by faith and think by faith, to be wise and discerning so they're not taken in by trends that they then turn into these legalistic ways of not just being godly through what they put into their bodies, because that's a thing that people do, but then turn around and depress each other with their so-called knowledge. Okay, so great, You've,
0: you've cast out one demon, now, Are you going to replace it with anything? Are you actually going to tell Listen, us what to do? The Apostle, or are you just going to let seven more demons come back in?
2: Listen, the Apostle Paul knew what he was doing when he when he commanded the Colossians to, this is just scripture, let no one pass judgment on you in questions of food and drink. And then he moved on. And sure, he was talking about ceremonial laws and idolatry. But isn't that what this is? It's idolatry. It's people using you know their ideas of the perfect diet, the only diet, the only healthy way to live, and oppressing people with it.
0: Okay, but Jake, I get that. Let no one pass judgment on you with questions of food and drink. Okay, okay. Ceremonial laws, idolatry, everything. But what about... So, so, so the scripture that's actually coming to my mind is James 2, where James says, if a brother or a sister is without clothing and is in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, quote, go in peace, be warmed and be filled, unquote, and yet you do not give them what is necessary for the body, what use is that? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being by itself. You're basically telling people what I think we've achieved with this show so far is to tell people to live by faith. And you've given them no practical wisdom on how to do that. You're just waving your magical faith wand and saying, live the tension, go out, mom, and make a grocery realist and you don't have to be oppressed by this one big mean oppressor out there. Live by faith. Well, okay. Thanks. Thanks a lot thanks a lot. You've proved that you basically have nothing to actually offer besides some vague spiritual truisms. And no, I'm not saying that the scripture that you just quoted is a vague spiritual is I'm saying the way that you're using it here is. And sometimes, you know, you can get away with the whole live by faith thing on this show, which I noticed you guys pull out a lot. This, is, this time I'm calling your bluff. I, I really think you need to offer something more concrete and something specific. Because mom is out there, she's got her pen poised over her grocery list and she needs to write something down
2: and you have given her absolutely <laughs> no help. Okay, first of all, I don't think that mom's tune into to Sound Insanity <laughs> yeah. to make their grocery list. Women everywhere! <laughs> but, but. <laughs> <laughs> but but, but, but uh, to quote Nathan When I'm playing the devil You make a fair point, devil <laughs> But I guess we better cut to some silly ad Or something or other In order to give us time to gather our thoughts
0: Alright, let's cut to a silly ad or something or other And we'll have time to gather our thoughts
4: Happy mothering, moms my name is Erica Rose Bloom, and you're listening to Mortification of Pin, the show where Pinterest meets podcasting. As I talk about my Christian mothering journey, of course, I'm a mom just like you. I put my denim skirt with adorable homemade heart patches on one leg at a time. This week, I'll share my ideas on cooking healthy for the whole family. With gluten, GMOs, and pre processed foodstuffs lurking around every corner, it can be tempting to just let your family go hungry. But of course, you would never want to do that for more than five or six days at a time. My mommy makes 16 different dishes with avocado. That's because it's your favoriteest food, Chad dear. My name is Chad Matthias Rosebloom Third, and my mommy says avocado is my favorite yummy treat but I like ice cream too. But mommy says ice cream is a sometimes food. Yes, I do, honey, because sometimes Daddy wants to ruin your triglyceride levels. Is a triglyceride a dinosaur? No, honey, it just brutally kills you like one. Are you mad at Daddy when he feeds me triglycerides? Of course not, darling. As the head of the home, Daddy has the right to kill you if he wants to. Hooray! It's funny that you mentioned dinosaurs, Chad, because recently our family undertook the paleo, or caveman diet, so-called because you only eat what a caveman would eat. This may seem a little challenging at first, but with determination, anyone can learn to digest a pine cone. The secret ingredient in geode stew is geodes! Now, the wonderful thing about the paleo diet is that there's so many variations for different moms with different lifestyles, but I decided to go with the correct one. Hooray! The cornerstone of any paleo diet is the meat. Of course, you'll want it to be grass-fed and free-range, which is rather silly of you because there weren't farms back in caveman days. So forget grass-fed, try jungle-fed. With just a few imported African palms, some vines, and some Taiwanese timber bamboo, you can transform your backyard into a primordial hunting ground. What if all the mommies feel that's too difficult and challenging? Then they can head over to my Pinterest page where there's a post with complete step-by-step instructions on how to microwave a hot pocket. Do these mommies need instructions on that? Sounds like some of them do, pumpkin. Now there's been a lot of talk lately about how animals, such as the ones you'll be stalking in your backyard jungle, should be slaughtered humanely. I'm a humane, and my sister Erica is a humane too. Of course, most slaughterhouses and butcher shops are sterile environments, which unfortunately serves to destroy the probiotic bacteria that otherwise would give you such nutritional, beneficial dysentery. It's terrific. That's right, sweetie. Are you gonna hunt the animals like a caveman? My mom is a jungle huntress! Not a huntress, just a homemaker. If we're cavemen, shouldn't we be hunting dinosaurs? Yes, darling. But we can't expect the average mom to just build a time machine and go back in time to get some dinosaurs. Instead, you'll have to clone them. Using some burlap twine, popsicle sticks, my DNA sequencer, and insects trapped in amber, I did what any mother would do and whipped up some dinosaurs. Rappy the Velociraptor frightens me. He ate my dog, Rexy. Rexy was cool, sweetie, but T-Rexy is even better. I guess so. I think I'm gonna throw up my pine cone. Don't do it near the Dilophosaurus pen, honey. Those guys will eat anything. That's what I'm afraid of. Oh, Chad, the only thing to be afraid of about the dinosaurs is their claws and teeth. Until next time, sisters. This is Erica Rosebloom from Mortification of Pen saying, You don't have to be perfect, you just have to be as good as me.
0: Okay, welcome back. That was another uh, edifying segment, as they always are in the middle of the show. There. Okay, so where are we at, guys? Uh, so far, we so said we a unpacked vegan docu- the documentary, and we
2: said it was dumb. And the devil showed up and said, "Well, that's dumb of you to do. Right? <laughs> Why don't you be actually helpful and say something more than live by faith?"
0: Right. And I'm, I want to defend my devil a little bit here. I'm, I'm not portraying him, but I, I want to say I think he maybe has our number a little bit because it is awfully easy to just say live by faith and do what you want and not actually offer anything constructive and it is also awfully easy to beat up on big scary liberal targets that are out there and make everybody feel really validated which is something
2: that we really hate right (laughs) and love to ruthlessly mock. Yeah, we may or may not have
0: mocked it before on this show. There may
2: be segments called He mm-hmm. or Rapid Fire News Brief where yeah. we mock that exact sort of right, thing. Right. <laughs> right. But at the same time, it is easy to just simply say, yeah, live by faith, y'all. But the fact is... And this is something that that Vox article uh, makes a good point of, and other articles out there. I know you read one while we we were preparing for this on yeah, on yeah. the stats of coconut oil. That you know, nutrition data is just notoriously difficult. It's not definitive. There are so many factors involved in pinning things down. Nobody has like. The, the answers, and that's why the nutrition science changes so much. When, when yeah. we were kids, when
0: our parents' generation was bringing us up, fats were really bad. Now I think fats are good and carbs, carbs are, are bad. bad yeah. yeah, it's just... Yeah, you yeah,
2: know, there... There's a reason why if you open up your Facebook page, somebody will be posting, if you scroll far enough, there will be somebody posting some kind of skit or joke or whatever about how, oh man, it's 1960, I can't eat eggs. Oh wait, it's 1970, I can eat eggs, but just the whites. Oh no, now I can can eat the eggs, but now I can't have the red meat with my breakfast. Oh no, actually the red meat's good, it's the... It's the hash browns that are bad. Oh no, it's the you know <laughs> mm-hmm. that's just the way that things have
3: been. But that's why you can find so many self-proclaimed nutrition experts who are very happy to take your money so you can enroll in their special courses about what foods to eat and not to eat mm-hmm. online. Ten
0: foods. You should never it's eat the again. the seven-day vegan challenge.
3: Ten foods Here are to the five ways you need to be eating to detox your body.
4: Number this one. We picked the Corrella. 10 essential superfoods that have shown to significantly improve people's health and And I've had a lot of people well-being. ask me, like, what is clean eating? What does it really mean? So I just want to chat about it a little bit with you guys today.
2: Well, and that's why, you know, you've got all of these competing claims out there and everybody just trying to, do, to make sense of it. I really think what I said earlier is true. You know, moms have to be all things to Mm -hmm. their children. And that's one of the the awesome and glorious things about being a mom, but when you have people with making all these scientific claims and it's their job to feed their kids, it gets really hard and really difficult, especially if everybody's telling you that this or that's gonna give your kid cancer or give them diabetes or whatever, Right. right? This is one of those places where I think the real answer is you really do just have to live by faith and believe the fact that food is for the body and the body is for food and God made all things good and mm-hmm. trust the best science out there.
0: Living by faith, that basically means I can just gorge myself with whatever I want, right? <laughs> well, yeah, that's
3: right. Living by faith means having no self-control. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, that I mean, that is where the, the devil should take the argument next if we hadn't already dismissed him. Right. <laughs> is to say that, you know, what you're actually doing is by calling people to live by faith is to have the freedom to oppress people with whatever fad or trend they want to, Mm -hmm. or
3: not care at all about health and Mm -hmm. just... Pretend there's no such thing as nutrition science at all. But the the answer
2: to the devil is no, we're not. (laughs) Basically, no, 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 that's wrong. All we're doing is saying that you can't get caught up in fads and trends. What we're actually doing is just trying to liberate people from the fads and trends out there. Liberate people to go and use discernment and make wise choices.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah, and really what's happening with with a documentary like this is they're... They're saying, has God really called these foods good? Because they're not good, they're actually bad, they're wicked foods. If you eat them, you're going to destroy yourself. And the scripture says... God made things
2: good, right? Which is why Christians also ought not to be like the people in these documentaries, going around and oppressing each other with the decisions that they've made based on their own conscience and what they've yeah. what they've read or discovered, because. They're doing the best of their ability to figure things out, but the the science isn't. great. Yeah, I had it's a, yeah.
0: I had an experience in our uh, in, a, in, in my small group not too long ago. My church a small group where a number of uh, people were looking down their noses on this poor, pitiful soul that just wanted to drink a delicious Coke Zero. That's all he wanted, but it has aspartame. But it has aspartame. I'm not going to lie to you, that poor pitiful person why, it was me. <laughs> I was I was drinking this uh, delicious Coke Zero. I've actually got one on my desk right now. It's got zero calories. And... It's got zero liquid. You drink it all. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I'm drinking this thing, and everybody at the table that was looking down their nose at me for drinking something with aspartame, because as we know, aspartame causes cancer. <laughs> Except aspartame doesn't cause cancer. <laughs> now, th- actually, the jury's out. The jury's out. And most studies by credible sources say aspartame in the quantities that most people have it in, say, a Coke Zero or two a day, Diet Coke or what, what have you. However you like to imbibe your aspartame, not going to be a big deal. And And you've got some websites out there and some people making these claims based on personal experience and speculation. And people can really... Um, look, I'm not trying to beat up on my small group. It was fine. We were having fun, I guess. but i I, I did end up feeling just a little bit m- oppressed by everyone's opinion of the of aspartame. You know, it's like if I want to drink a Coke zero by faith, <laughs> I can drink a Coke zero by faith. And
2: I'm trying to watch my weight. I'm trying to do all these other things. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, this is a step I'm taking here by faith. and
0: are there things that would be better to drink than Coke zero? Why, yes, i'm I'm sure there there are many. <laughs> but can can we just love each other and, you know, you drink your Coke and I drink my Coke Zero and... I'd like to buy the world a Coke, really. This is... <laughs> and live in harmony. Wow. I'd like um, to buy the
1: world a Coke uh, and keep it company. It's the
3: real thing. Well, thanks, Don. <laughs> yeah, Another thing that's useful about looking, at least looking at articles about a documentary like this, if not the documentary itself, is that you... Learn some basic critical thinking about nutrition claims. Like you can say, hey, uh, eating processed meats puts you at a higher risk of cancer. Okay. What does that mean? Actually, it may mean something like if you eat a serving of processed meat every day for the next 10 years, you'll gain one percentage point of risk for one specific type of cancer. That's pretty different than the information you get in your mind when you hear someone say
0: it was a sobering day for meat lovers. This new report released today by the World Health Organization found that often beloved meats like sausage, bacon, ham, and hot dogs can cause certain types of cancer.
3: What does does that claim even mean? You have to dig into to things like that you can't take
0: them at face value you know, there's a difference between guilelessly and blithely <laughs> subjecting yourself to risk and just living your life yeah which life, hey look
2: unfortunately- there's this amazing thing that has happened in the world today where you can go to the store and get protein to eat every day for cheap and you didn't have to grow it yourself you didn't have to raise the animals you didn't have to slaughter the animals you didn't have to whatever you mm-hmm. can go and oh no <laughs> Over the course of 40 years, consuming this amazing resource that is a modern marvel may increase your risk of cancer by one half of 1%. <laughs> we should just all move to third world countries where and uh, become farmers.
0: Yeah, because those guys have such great lifespans. Right. I mean, not to be too nasty about it, but we, we have a mutual pastor friend of ours who had an aunt, I think it was, die when she was, I wanna say like 89 or something, and she died of a heart attack. If I'm, I may not be remembering all the details of this story right, but the detail that I do remember is that at the wake, or, or no, no, in the hospital, one of the relatives asked the doctor, is there anything that she could have done? How could she have prevented this? our our mutual friend was just struck by the irony of she was 89 she lived a good (laughs) life something was gonna get her you know and this woman by the way did not die of smoking cigarettes I mean she just she just died because she was old because that's what people do most people
2: in the world don't live to be 89 years old doctor is there anything she should have done rising cancer rates should not be alarming if you live and long so enough, longer you pe- will
0: die of some sort of cancer that's, that's right so the
2: longer you live the longer people are living the higher the rate the incidence rate of cancer is going to be right and so actually a society that has a high rate of cancer is an indication that a really healthy really healthy long-living society
0: yeah uh, cancer actually says the main reason cancer risk over our all is rising is because of our increasing lifespan that is a direct quote old age is the number 1 risk factor for cancer All right, well guys, as as we said before the break, mom is literally listening to this episode with her pen poised over her grocery list, ready to write so what should she do?
2: Well, obviously, she needs to get some kefir and kale.
0: Kefir and kale. So goes re- saying. Uh I'm going to say organic peanut butter. There's nothing else in the world that I would pay premium organic prices for, but organic peanut butter is really good. I don't know. The
3: Kroger
2: natural peanut butter is really good. It's not <laughs> organic. <laughs> no, for real. What, 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 what's the point here? The point is, you're good, Mom. You're good. Get what you want. Be free, my daughter. Don't worry too much about the People that are out there pressing their trends on you and and oppressing you, making you feel bad about buying store brand stuff instead of organic stuff. But buy your food with faith and serve it to your kids with faith and eat with faith. And then whatever, however you land on some of these questions of carbs or fat or aspartame or whatever, don't go around oppressing people with the the decisions you've made as though they're anything more than your preferences. Guess what? At the end of the day, your goal is not. Just healthy kids, your goal is godly kids who live by faith. And you can't control the outcome of your kids' lives by putting the right things into them. Kids aren't little factories where you put the right things in and the and the right things come out. Eat by faith, feed your kids by faith, love them, nurture them in the fear and admonition of the Lord and be free. Yep.
0: Sound of Sanity was engineered by Benjamin Solzer, produced by Nathan Alberson, executive produced like all fine Warhorn products by Jacob Menzel and Nathan Alberson. Until next time, stay safe.